Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield. Good morning and welcome to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen and joined by Gary Potterfield. Uh, Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Merritt. Well, we had uh, set up our episode description to be dealing with uh, brand crises and uh, civility in general. And then yesterday, Annapolis happened. And I think this takes us, when it comes to public relations communication, this takes us to kind of the very core of what we do and what we expect in this country um, with uh, regard to free press and journalism and uh it's just, it's just terribly upsetting, and it brings it brings so many uh, uh, elements of what we do every day and kind of take uh, for granted. Uh, really brings it to the forefront. Yeah, and um, um, it. Um, I, I used to live not too far from uh, not too far from there, probably about ten minutes away, fifteen minutes away from from where that all took place. And, and it's and it doesn't mean anything, mm-hmm. but it's just when you what, the closer something gets to you. For physically, in that sense, you're like it. It, it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like something uh, you know. Oh, that's just that's something you see on TV or something you read in the, on the internet or something like that. It just feels so much different. And then, of course, being in the same industry. So yeah. And of course, with our Navy backgrounds as well, um, anybody uh, who's worked in Navy public affairs has probably uh, had an interaction with the Capitol Gazette because, of course, it's the newspaper, uh, the hometown newspaper for the Naval Academy. Yep. Um, yeah. So it, um, it was quite a – I didn't even know about it at first until my, until my daughter had said, did you see this thing? And Because I, I was, wasn't paying attention. And then, yeah, of course, obviously, uh, completely understandable – it was it was all there was for hours uh, on local television in the D.C. area, Baltimore, D.C. area. And uh, you know, attacks on journalists is not that, that's it's pretty rare in the U.S. We expect to have um, uh, a free a free press, and uh, you know, to to me, this is. Uh, and the, the Capital Gazette is certainly, um, it's, a, it's a metro paper for a state capital. Um, I think a uh, very good reputation. It's part of a family of newspapers, as so many of them are, of the Baltimore Sun. But it's not a polarizing uh, uh, paper. It's a, it's a very solid uh, uh, community resource. And so with, with some of the more extreme media outlets that have cropped up in the last few years, to me, it's also shocking that uh, the, act of, the act of terrible violence would go against uh, such as a, a solid reputation, a paper with such a solid reputation. Yeah, it certainly still has to be sorted out as to what all the details are about this uh, person who is the suspect. <clears throat> But um, but it appears to be that it you know it, it it wasn't it doesn't seem to have been at least in the in the specific instance about some you know big national issue it seemed to be very uh, very much about him um, in this particular case so uh, I'm not saying it was an aberration 
but you know, given all the things that have happened over the past couple of years in terms of violence, but uh, but it certainly doesn't seem to mm-hmm. be. It seems to be aimed at this one guy uh, for for this one paper. Right, right. But um, I, it's. Uh, I, I, I think this is going to stand out uh, because of the coverage of. Um, uh, workplace related, you know, or public mass murders. I don't know, they're private mass murders. I guess there aren't. Uh, uh, you know, it just, it brings so many issues that have been hot button issues uh, to a head. But I, I just think about uh, the media dialogue uh, that we're in now where people are really self-selecting their news content. And there's, uh, to me, a disturbing trend to choose the content that makes you feel good opinion-wise as opposed to what might be actually accurate. Right. Uh, and, and of course, I'm, I'm, you know, remembering five years later uh, the horror at um, our, our largest Navy client and uh, a mass shooting uh, in, a secure government, uh, in a secure government site. So uh, I'm all over the place on this one. Uh, <clears throat> there, yeah, there are a lot of things... Uh... Uh, to look at from this point. I mean, remember last our, our episode last week was about small papers and Gazette and Capital mm-hmm. Gazette isn't, isn't a small paper in that sense, but but still, uh, it kind of brings home. You know, they, they do a lot of things. Yeah, they cover the state house, but uh, they cover a lot of local stuff, a lot of small town stuff. And I, I think changing quickly, the, the thing that really another thing that just grabbed uh, me too all over the place, but really get jumps out at you is that immediately on every side. You know, there's an immediate uh, rush to judgment and calling, you know, um, you know, you got one somebody saying this was all the president's fault and then somebody else on the other side saying it's all Maxine Waters fault. I mean, it's just it's just instant, you know, instantly there's an interesting um, uh, opinion piece in the Los Angeles Times that uh, the headline is the hot takes on the Maryland Gazette shooting are a hot mess. Basically, you're going on Twitter and immediately you know, deciding blame. And that's just one of the nature, one of the aspects of where we are in, in, in the world today. And, and of course we were talking before the show about the crisis communication team, the first responders, the mayor, the uh, police um, having their first press conference, which is the most painful when the event is emerging and you don't know everything that's happening. And um, uh, seeing, uh, you know, watching that unfold. I mean, every, every step of this story is, um, uh, just to me, so poignant. And, and one thing that I'm, I, I, maybe I'm superstitious, but I'm refusing to get any news about the Capital Gazette shooting except from the Capital Gazette. Well, that's good. That's, that's, uh, that, no, that's very, <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's very good. Yeah. No, I was, in, I was fascinated small, by, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I said uh, just a very small way of supporting the paper. Right. Um, yeah, we used to get the, Capital Gazette. We used to get it when we were, lived in uh, in Arnold near near Annapolis. But um, the, um, um, the 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 first co- news conference there, you know, it, because it, it, that is so much about what we know about. And, and we're I'm, I was trying to think about you know how hard, given all the really important things that are going on in terms of uh, first responders and the initial investigation of cause, and uh, it, it is so such a challenge in that environment with uh, all the media asking all the questions and you have you 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 have the local police uh, the various forms of it the county police and the state police and you have then you have the mayor the, then you have the county executive the mayor the governor 
and uh, and trying to sort all that, and, and no one can really say anything, and yet everyone expects that someone they need to get a quote from all these different people, and so uh, uh, it was an interesting thing to watch. I think that they handled it the best they could given the you know the, the crazy situation that they had, so they really couldn't say much. Uh, Isabella the Anatolian was weighing in on the story as well, and she's still there. Okay. Sorry about that, but welcome Isabella to the show. Um, uh, yeah, I think the the most fan- the the most positive thing, if there can be, about this incident, is the paper went out today. Oh, I hadn't noticed that. That's that's no, that's excellent. Yeah, that, that's that is good. Um, so I, I haven't been to their website. I, I I was checking other things. I didn't go to their website, but um, that uh, that is good to know. Um, yeah, I don't know what the, beyond that. So where do we, so where do we take all this? I don't know what the, you know, it, it, again, it, there's so many, I just, I, I, I just wish that it was possible um, that this incident could be looked at as an incident and, and not immediately look at, every, immediately decide on the, the, the bigger um, aspects of it. I mean, they're going to be there and they and they exist, but um, again, uh, we don't spend a lot of time analyzing we just we to your point in the very beginning people choose their you know they, they choose to the, the, you know who, what side they're going to be on and that's what they do and and, and I, I don't know this, this isn't going to make that go away uh, abs- uh, absolutely and uh, w- while the uh, I think the uh, emotion here was very uh, personal and targeted and definitely lone action uh, um, just as uh, an, an American, uh, to me, it's it's horrifying the notion that our, our journalists would be under attack. Yeah, but, um, who knows? You know, maybe not this instance specifically, but I, I we talked about it last week a little bit about what young people and their interest in in uh, journalism and getting into this business. Um, you know. Uh, I wonder what the what what they are thinking. I wonder what they. I'd love to know what they're talking about in journalism schools today, uh, about this issue. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I also think about the the. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, could this be uh, a nine eleven for uh, uh, journalism? Uh, I think that would be a very positive outcome without speculating on uh, what might happen, but that. Uh, Young people understand how important how important it is to uh, report the news accurately, and uh, bring a you know bring a return to, uh, if I can say it, traditional media. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, where where you where you read an unbiased story and then the bias is held for the editorial page. I would be very. I, I I'm afraid that that cat. Is out of the bag. I, I'd love it to be that the case, and it's possible. Maybe people will just get tired. I certainly am tired. Of, you know, just yeah. You know, can someone just write a story? You know, uh, the the inverted mm-hmm. pyramid and uh, five W's and uh, and and leave it at mm-hmm. that. You know. Uh, I'd, Right. I mean, and we're, we're in a situation where we're truly countering information warfare from bad actors, mostly uh, from Russia and China, uh, who set up fake news outlets, very targeted. Uh, my, my favorite, though, I think is, um, I think it's IJR, 
who um, they have two very specific news feeds, one blue, one red. And so you can read the most conservative news and most liberal news out of the same outlet. <laughs> well, there you go. That, uh, that's almost refreshing in a way. Okay, we're, you know, you choose who, yeah, choose who you are. We're not want. even going to try anymore, yeah. Right, we give up. Well, um, uh, so there, we we are when we come back after the break, we're gonna we are gonna get back into the into the overall topic that we were going to talk about today. Um, and there's so many uh, sadly uh, things going on in, in, in throughout uh, the country, throughout the world, in media and how it's handled. And um, and we're gonna atta- we're gonna uh, we're gonna go after all those things in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to the Brand Ambassadors, and we'll be back in three minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton-Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield. 
And uh, events of uh, this this week and yesterday have kind of blown up our episode. Uh, we were uh, planning to be talking about uh, brand crises and uh, maybe touch on civility and then Annapolis happened. And we've been talking about uh, the, the horrible murders at the Capitol Gazette. But, you know, that just takes me to a conversation about civility in general. We seem to be in a by any means necessary lowest common denominator uh, media and um, uh, political environment right now. Uh, and you know, as as a result of uh, immigration, uh, learning that uh, families are separated as a result of um, a new immigration policy, and you know, the answer is: was well, it old? Is it a Democrat law? Is it a Republican law? It doesn't matter. In April, we start uh, uh, we started separating families because uh, we were processing uh, all uh, all adults as criminals. That's how how that started and what the origin. Of in law, we're not going to parse, but it's the reaction uh, that uh, we're talking about. And it it just seems uh, that uh, each side wants to take it to a new low. And I think the red hen is uh, absolutely uh, the the latest example of that. Have you been following that, Gary? Yes, to to, to a certain extent. I mean, also in your hometown, sort of. Sort of, yeah. uh, I've never been to the red hen. Um, It... it, um, you know, let me step back for a second because it was, it was what you were saying and, and for the, the new low. What I noticed overall <clears throat> is that if we're going to make it simple and say there are two sides, there are a lot more than two sides, but let's say there are two sides. What happens is any more that I think it's different than years ago. Um, I think years ago, looking at it from the political side of things, if one side got what they wanted, then they were kind of, at least for a little while, reasonably happy about it. Um, but now if you, you know, you get what you want, whatever side you're on, you get what you want. It's not good enough. You know, you know, you have to beat the other side down to, you know, to the ground. If you, if you get it, it's not good enough to get what you said you wanted in the first place. And that's just what's so, you know, there isn't any civil discourse between the, the, the parties and the groups. And so, uh, so I think, and I, so I think then the red hen, uh, you know, maybe is a byproduct of that. Goodness gracious. I mean, um, you know, there, there are a lot of issues about that, whether they're, you know, from my per- personal perspective, does the red hen have a right to tell someone you can't eat here? I think yes. But is it, to, but jeezy, But is it a good idea? It's a, it's, yeah, it's just why in the world would you do that? I mean, what do you think you're gaining by that? It's just, let's get a vote of the employees. Do we want this person to eat here or not? I vote no. Okay. The, the no's have it. I'm sorry, you won't be going past the appetizers today, please. Oh my gosh! Um, so anyway, but of course, of, of course, uh, the reaction to that action is—I um, uh, I, I don't even know if I can say it's worse, but it's certainly as um, angry. Yeah. No one, no one's willing to back down. No one's willing to sit there and say, mm-hmm. "Okay." It, 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 we're well beyond the point of sitting there think, believing that fundamentally, okay, red hen, fundamentally, is Sanders a decent person or a bad person? Fundamentally, is the owner of the red hen a decent person or a bad person? You know, no, there, there's no such thing. They're both, depending on the side you're on, the other side is just flat out evil. And that's just a pathetic. Right. Situation. 
And and I think the you know the answer is making a judgment call on someone's ethics in your place of business. Um, I don't think I go to a restaurant to be judged on my politics. Unless the, they, 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 there should be a restaurant for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I also I think it's um, when uh, uh, anything goes as it uh, as it uh, were. If um, it's truly okay and acceptable to say anything or do anything to get your point across, what does that mean for a public relations company? Uh, you know, what, one thing we're kind of big on in Vox Optima uh, would be ethics uh, and that uh, we don't want, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a do, a do no harm, uh, don't lie. A- yeah. And some other very uh, basic things, don't, um, don't slander, don't libel. And I, I don't know if that's even relevant. Do you think so? You broke up at the end there, but I think I got the yeah, <clears throat> yeah. You you wonder what yeah. what do you what can you tell a client given the reality of what what happens you know the majority of times now in, in an mm-hmm. issue, what in the world mm-hmm. do you tell a client? Do you sit there and go, well, let's let's take the high road and and um, which you, you should, but knowing that if you would give if you're if you're being paid to give advice to a client, uh, you know you have to be ethical and honest in your advice too. the advice should be so 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 you can imagine the advice being here's the ethical right thing to do but now you need to understand when you do the ethical right thing you're going to get slammed and you're probably going to you know you know lose lose a a million dollars in your business so you know you look at the you know it's just uh, that that's what i see i mean i don't know i don't know what advice you're supposed to give now to to your to uh to your clients you know well, I, I don't know. I um, uh, uh, in a very rancorous uh, primary campaign where uh, the opposing campaign pretty much made up a false narrative about me. I was actually talking with one person who'd bought into the uh, lie and was helping spread it. And the response was, I kid you not, well, you should be able to counter this. You own a PR firm. Right. <laughs> to the implication being, Yo, you're in PR. You lie all the time. No, yeah. no, we don't. <laughs> yeah. And so this, this expectation, it seems that there's an expectation that um, uh, we're just going to go to the lowest common denominator um, at all times. And I, I think it's, it's uh, a little frightening what it potentially means to our uh, political system. And, uh, you know, the next, the next couple of years, how... Um, uh, how Americans uh, choose to receive their information and the level of dialogue uh, we maintain in politics, I think, is going to be very, very important. Well, it, I think it expands to everything you think about now. If I think, um, um, you know, if you have if you have children and you're thinking, what kind of work, what kind of work uh, do you want to get involved in? <clears throat> and you'd be, as a parent, you have to worry um, about um, what choices your children make. It's a sad thing. But, you know, if you say, I'm going to get into politics, I'm going to get into uh, journalism, I'm going to go into entertainment, man, you know, you, you better have some, you, those, your children better have some pretty darn thick skin um, if they choose to do something like that, because immediate, you know, it, there, there are people like it happened to you in your, in your campaign. You have to know going in, you know what, 
I'm this is not going to be good. I'm going to get slammed. I'm going to get be lied about, whatever the case may be. Um, so I think it has a real uh, dampening effect on the expression, on free expression overall, that people can't just let other people, you know, express themselves without, you know, you going and going after them. So it's very troubling to me. Right, right. You know, one, th- one thing um, I am pleased, uh, I will be a panelist uh, again in a couple of weeks on uh, New Mexico in Focus. While I was a political candidate, uh, I couldn't be because that was, uh, uh, you know, violation of, um, oh, what is it? The fair uh, fair play or equal, uh, equal time mm-hmm. uh, uh, equal time rule. But, you know, it was uh, being on PBS that really started the lie. Uh, because the opposition took uh, clips of me, took them out of context, even edited them to have me say different things and promoted them. But I thought about it and thought, well, maybe I shouldn't go back on. But um, I wrote a note and uh, I was very pleased that New Mexico PBS wants to have me back as a a guest panelist because it is a great show because it is a reasonable dialogue. They... uh, always try and balance with uh, two more conservative panelists, two more liberal panelists, and talk about real issues occurring in New Mexico that week. And I'm really looking forward to getting back into that. I think that's gonna, it's going to be um, uh, a little therapeutic uh, for me to go back and talk with smart, insightful people about issues on which we may not agree, uh, and uh, ending in disagreement, but have it be civil. Yeah, and then and so what happens... And that's great uh, because you know so you get to know these other people i don't know if you knew them prior to being on the show or the show or not but you you get to know people that are of a different um uh, political bent than you that see things a little bit differently um but because you get to know them as human beings they get to know you as a human being and and uh, so therefore then you can say okay that Boy, that isn't an evil, awful person. That's just somebody who sees things a little differently than I do. They probably fundamentally want the same ultimate goals. You know, they want for New Mexico. Mm-hmm. They 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 want the best for New Mexicans, right? Everybody wants that. Uh, mm-hmm. Just getting to there is a, you have different viewpoints, and that should be understood and say, okay, that's okay. It doesn't mean I'm evil because I want X and you want Y to get to. Z, if that's where you want to get to, so right. I'm, uh, I'm happy for you for that, uh, uh, and just and just just know that, uh, that then there are going to be a lot of people uh, w- with their uh, video recorders uh, getting ready so they can chop up your answers and put them into really interesting um, interesting new ways that you'd never thought of. <laughs> yeah, I I mean um, I'm hoping um, that somehow I can uh, be talking about wealth redistribution and um, ending private land ownership uh, with the yeah. next iteration. <laughs> there you go, right? <laughs> because, because, because you know, I have I haven't been a conservative all my life or anything. Anyhow, <laughs> well, I was just I'm just yeah, thinking about no, you're talking uh, about that. Uh, it's a fair point. When you're talking about that, I was thinking about what went on and uh, with them, you know, taking out of context what you said. And, you know, what we do when we train, do media training and to make sure that, for example, on television, that people don't nod their head either direction, you know, that kind of because that's going very easily mm-hmm. and is very often taken. The, the editor can just very quickly sit there and make it look like you're agreeing to the violent overthrow of the United States government or whatever. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, it's. Anyway, well, we're up on a break, and uh, there is, uh, and we we just 
just barely touched even on Red Hen because there's so many interesting, juicy, and unfortunate things going on in the world. You're listening to The Brand Ambassadors, and Merritt and I will be back in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Gary Potterfield along with Merritt Hamilton Allen. And we're talking about um, civility. We're talking about um, the things that are certainly the current events, uh, sad current events that happened, uh, tragic events in Annapolis at the at the newspaper office. And um, um, and now um, so, so many things we can jump into, so many things, Merritt, we can look into and um, uh, just, uh, you know, kind of picking them out of the, out of, out of a jar, you know, and and say okay, what's this one? So the so Netflix has uh, fired its PR chief. So you know, it's kind of interesting that it's the communications guy uh, that is let go. But um, he, uh, two different meetings, uh, apparently, um, this gentleman um, 
referenced, uh, you know, a, a negative word, the N word, as it's as it's referred to. Jonathan Friedland is the gentleman, and um, and, and he used it as, as far as I understand it. He used it in discussing, you know, things we have to be careful about. But he used the word itself, uh, and uh, and in, on both occasions, the first occasion, it was as I understand it, other employees were were, were felt uncomfortable about it, and so they talked about. Okay, I'm not going to do that again. Well, he did it again, uh, a few months later, uh, and so a couple of employees again. Well, actually, said, it was it, it was. I, I guess it was a few days later. It was a what few is, days later, <clears throat> and um, uh, this is according to the um, uh, uh, CEO. Um, two employees in HR were trying to help him deal with the original offense, and he made the same mistake again. Right, um, and there's. But so, we so, weren't there. No, we weren't there. Um, nobody else was there. So th- I think one of the things that's underlying so many of these situations, um, w- certainly you see a lot of this now with all the, you know, the celebrity stuff with um, uh, w- Roseanne and different things like that, where, where, where y- you, is the punishment, uh, does it fit the crime, if you're going to call it a crime? Does it, the, the, again, mm-hmm. it's, uh, w- uh, was this a, was this a fireable uh, offense Goes back to by zero this guy? Yeah. Well, and, and so, uh, so obviously, it, it, anytime you hear, if you hear that word, and it just, it's a word you I haven't heard in, in years, fortunately, but, you know, it, it can be jarring, um, was is it a mistake that your career should end for or not? Um, and possibly being the communications person, certainly you're going, boy, if you don't get it, you know, then we've got a right. problem. That you know, that certainly could be the uh, the issue. Um, so I don't know where to where I, I, exactly where I fall on this one. Well, you know, I I guess I kind of look at it. Um, first of all, if you Google Netflix news right now, there's, uh, th- this is, you know, not even on the first page. Uh, there's a captioning, um, uh, controversy, uh, uh, where closed captions are not word for word accurate. And if you are going to be, uh, set yourself up as one of the world's, uh, premier, uh, media content companies, you probably ought to get your captions right. At least this d- deaf person feels so. Uh, but then there's also the, the news that, they're the largest. Um, they're, Netflix is uh, is really taking over uh, entertainment and what that means for the entertainment industry. They're making more films um, uh, than uh, any of the other major studios. So there, there's so much news about Netflix. I feel like as an organization, their brand isn't really hurt by this. And then I think about the uh, chief of PR. I'm guessing he's going to get a job somewhere. I, oh, I would think so. Sure. Um, although, you know, you know it, people, not- people are, re- are rehabilitated. Oh, uh, you know, it seems, it seems hard to imagine. I mean, for God, for goodness sakes, um, uh, a convicted spy, someone who sold secrets, um, ran for Senate. I mean, she lost, uh, that, which was, uh, which was good in my opinion. That is the one political view I'll, uh, I'll make. But, you know, if, if you can turn around from uh, being convicted of uh, spying and run for Senate, I mean, uh, you can be rehabilitated. Well, you can see, come back. So, so but and here's the other part of that is that it's interesting that, that you know, that is the view would be, is it be rehabilitated. The question is, 
you know, rehabilitated from what? It, it said the implication is that this gentleman, you know, has a uh, is not just insensitive, but but he has he holds views that that are that are, mm-hmm. you know, I, and so is he. Is it a mistake he made, or is it, a, or is he fundamentally a, a person needs therapy or something to be, you know, to be rehabilitated? So that's that's where we are, I think, in so many areas now, where it's like, you know, what's really going on here, um, and that's where I wonder, you know. So this this person's, uh, you know, at the moment for the moment for now, he, you know, he's going to have to suffer through probably not financially, probably got tons of money, but he's got to suffer through the the fact that now he's being viewed probably as a racist. And even though I don't know that that's indeed the truth, you know, maybe he is. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I mean, if, if this is also my wife of a, a criminal defense attorney hat, um, we've gotten very much in our country to where um, we just want to put people in prison forever because it seems uh, the lowest risk and a very zero tolerance mindset. I think we even see this in our public schools. Boy, am I pontificating on a lot of stuff that's. <laughs> Way uh, way off topic, but I th- I do think um, a, a zero tolerance mentality uh, does not help us. Uh, there are uh, there are degrees of crime uh, and misbehavior, and I remember I don't know if I ever said it to you. Did you see the um, the uh, hashtag Me Too uh, Matrix? I- uh, it sounds familiar. This is- oh, you did share. I remember you shared that once. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and there, there. I think there are degrees, and it was um, one axis was um, uh, dumbassery to um, uh, criminal, and I don't know. Right. I, I had two you axes. Actually put, you and actually put it up on the whiteboard here in the office. That's what you did because you were yeah. you were, you were yeah, here. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. We're talking about Al Franken. He was in there. Right. Yeah. Al Al Franken was was kind of in the worst part. I can't tell. He was he was kind of in the middle uh, bottom right. And it was uh, Weinstein who was in the worst uh, in the worst circle. Yeah, because uh, uh, a lot of Frankens. Oh, it was consent is consensual, non-consensual, uh, stupid to criminal, and uh, uh, Franken, you know, definitely was in uh, the stupid, non-consensual arena. Yeah, and I think this this guy Friedland would be in the in the stupid, but not, about not. It's not about non-consent. It's not about a uh, sexual assault or anything like that. It's just it's just uh, a yeah, know, just defensive. Uh, yeah, you stupid were just stupid. Stupid. I mean, you know, it, it was just it was it was stupid. Yeah. I don't think he he probably I don't think he meant to be. Well, who do I know? I can't imagine what he meant to be. So I don't even go there. Um, yeah, but, yeah, we we weren't there, but uh, but yeah, being. Uh, uh, you know, uh, getting lectured by HR on what you on the mistake you made and making the same mistake to HR. Okay, that's uh, I think we could we can opine that that's not super bright, but is it criminal? No. Yeah. Is is, and is it, and so I wonder. You know, the CEO felt he had to let let him go. Um, you know, it just it's just like, did he want to let him go, or just, it's just you know, is you just wonder, man. You know, because everything is under a microscope now. It's just there's just no way um, there's no way to have a private anything anymore. Uh, you know, you may whatever if there's a mistake made, you can't have a private mistake. It doesn't happen. Well, but I also think there's a level of seniority. And, uh, you know, this this uh, this was the head of PR for seven years. I mean, he was making a serious salary. um uh 
a very senior executive uh, wielded a lot of power and influence. And I think mistakes at that level are correctly uh, uh, graded much harsher than that of someone more junior. Yeah. And there's also the fact that I think that, that, that over so time, I, it, go ahead. I, was just, I, I mean, I, I think the, the outcome of this is uh, Friedman's going to get a job somewhere. Netflix has completely moved on and uh, uh, an issue has been uh, solved that Netflix felt that it uh, that they had to address. And I, I also want to point out, it's also Netflix's business. What they do, uh, their HR policy is their business. Right. Um, that's an amazing, that's an amazing, uh, both Netflix and, uh, and Amazon Prime videos. Wow. They are really just going to town. It's a, a totally different subject, but mm. man, mm-hmm. are they putting out some great, uh, great, uh, fiction work. And, uh, and he's like, wow, this is, so it's, it, uh, mm-hmm. another sea change. Um, but I was thinking one other thing about the, you know, the, the thing with this free, the one last thing for Friedland. And that is that, because he was in, he was a, in a very high position in the company, um, and we've certainly seen it with leaders in the military, where you just you don't you you just you don't have any have anybody giving you the kind of feedback you need to get you to make smart decisions. Sometimes, so sometimes you, you just you know you're the emperor who wears no without any clothes. You know, uh, you, you know, you, no one's going to tell you you shouldn't do that. You, you know, you shouldn't put a porthole. You shouldn't put a porthole in your in your stateroom, admiral. You shouldn't. You know, you shouldn't go out with that woman, Admiral. Um, I'm, I'm talking about admirals. Um, you know, you shouldn't. No one's telling you <laughs> what makes sense anymore. You're just going along with a bunch of yes men uh, saying you're doing a terrific job. And so then when you that you don't get the feedback and you say something totally ridiculous uh, and wrong, you're shocked. What? What just happened here? You know? So fortunately, we don't well, have though, that. In our you know, um but, you know, Friedland's job was to also, though, be the advisor to the C-suite for all things communication. And if your advisor, your trusted advisor, um, can't be counseled by HR to stop using the N-word, um, then you, you probably need uh, to take some action. Uh, yeah. So I... One thing that's important to me is that, you know, uh, companies are allowed to make personnel decisions based on uh, their judgment. And, uh, you know, it it appears that there's not going to be a lawsuit out of this or anything. So, uh, no, absolutely. I uh, totally agree with that. They they need to have all that freedom to do that. Absolutely. It just comes down to, the again, like with the restaurant, the Red Hen. It's, you know, should you be able to do this? Sure. Was it smart? A good idea? I don't know. Maybe not. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're coming up on a break. Uh, you're, we're listening to the Brand Ambassadors. Please drop us an email at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com with your comments or questions for Gary and me. We'll be back right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima. 
Our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate. Stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program welcome back to the brand ambassadors i'm gary potterfield along with Merritt hamilton allen and um, in the last segment, we spent a lot of time talking about um, Netflix and the director of PR and how the action taken uh, by the CEO uh, to, you know, to, to relieve him of his duties. Um, and that um, there's something going on. There's, we're, now we're going to take a quick look at something where, where it ended up being the market taking the action to give a, a redirection to, to an organization. And this is about the um, um, Snapchat had run an ad um, 
back, I don't know exactly when they ran that ad, um, but basically the ad says, would you rather, and it shows Rihanna, and the one box is slap Rihanna, and the other box is punch Chris Brown. Well, um, obviously Rihanna didn't take to that well, uh, nor should she, I wouldn't think. Um, but the, the bottom line is, uh, you look at the headline I was looking at, uh, you know, that, that um, Snapchat it cost them $800 million for that, uh, running that ad. And it's just one of those things, Merritt, where you, you have to the next day be going, what the hell was I thinking to let this ad run? run? I don't know who, who, who approved it, but my goodness. Well, yeah, and it, it shows it, it, it but it, it's kind of perfect. Uh, Rihanna leaves Snapchat, uh, and they lose almost a billion dollars in market value. Uh, and to me, that's that's perfect uh, self-correction of an egregious management mistake. Well, you know, um, that would be a whole other topic. Uh, but I'm uh, but a soapbox that I'm on about is one of the problems of one of the problems of um, in um, in government work sometimes is the fact that you don't get that feedback when you're making decisions. Uh, like, are you? <laughs> that's true. You know, are you going to get the feedback that says, "Don't do this. It's not smart." But you don't have a market telling you we're not going to buy your product. Uh, the market being uh, we citizens, uh, we're buying the product whether we want it or not. So, uh, well, I think I think it's different though in government. One thing um, I call it is you, it's the Washington Post test. Um, if uh, if this decision, if this action, if what you're about to do shows up on the front page of the Washington Post, are you cool with it? Yeah, you got to find something. Um, you got to find some <laughs> way. So, uh, but golly, I mean. Um, so, the, so they were, they were, they were correctly, I suppose from the market, you know, corrected to say, you know, that that's a huge slap on the hand, almost a billion dollar slap on the, on the wrist. Uh, don't do that anymore, but what in the world? I mean, who's, who's, I'd love to know in the, 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 the chain of, of, of decision-making and approvals to say, yeah, that's good. Let's run that. Let's run that. Would you rather add this? Maybe that's like an, uh, a, uh, a, a, a series of ads or something, or would you rather? Um, and maybe it's would you rather just pull those you know, ads? I, 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 well, yeah, I, I think this is a great opportunity to make another sweeping generalization and touch on uh, another sensitive topic. Let's just blame millennials. Well, it is their fault. We know that. There's, that I, I, I can't even believe we're having this discussion. So it's millennials. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, it's actually that. Um, uh, the, given Snapchat's u- uh, users, uh, actually, I think uh, millennials have made millennials have made their voices heard. But I just it's you know if I if I can't say you know get that kid off my lawn like I did to John Dusset last week, um, mm. at least I can uh, slam millennials in a, in a humorous way. Yeah, but do you have a lawn? Let's just get to the the, the reality here. Is there a real lawn where at your place? Get off my desert. Yeah, lawn, lawns aren't really. Right. Yeah. Get a, <laughs> lawns aren't really um, uh, prescribed where I live. Yeah. Hey, you kids. Or they are. Get off are prescribed. Cactus. They yeah. are prescribed. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you get a thorn yeah. in your foot. I'm sorry. You broke up there a little bit. What'd you say, Mary? Uh, no, no. I just said, you know, I hope you get a, a ram's uh, goat's head in your foot. Those are those really <laughs> nasty, like six six point thorn things we get here and uh get here in the desert and nothing hurts like that 
Mm. I know our uh, our uh, engineer Aaron can speak to that. He's a desert guy too. Um, are there any like yeah, lawn this, uh, care companies out there? It's, it's, are there it's, any lawn care? This is totally off topic, but do you have lawn care companies? Uh, we, I can't imagine. We have landscape companies. There you go. It's we call it landscape. It's landscape, Gary. It's my hey hey you kids get off my landscape. There yeah. you go. That's how right. we'd say it. So some somebody trying to get a small business administration, you know, guaranteed loan for a lawn care service in Albuquerque, probably not going to get the money. You know, though, here, okay, here's, here, this is the crazy thing. We have a dive shop. <laughs> so I'm not where kidding. Do... There's a dive shop with like a red flag with a diagonal white stripe through it. Where do people dive? Where, where, where do they dive? Where do they dive? I, I, I think out of state. I don't is, know. That. No, there, there are a couple there... deep lakes where people can dive. There's not a yacht club. <laughs> so I was going to say, if, if you, and then do you have like a, a yacht and golf club somewhere? We're not too much on the yacht. Actually, we're not too much on the I know you have golf club. You have golf courses though, don't you? I should oh, know yeah. all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and they, can, they can do a lot with reusing water on golf courses now. We've gotten very smart about that. But um, no, actually, New Mexico boat owners, I, there, there's nothing that pleases me more uh, for tenacity than seeing a boat trailer with a New Mexico license plate on it. That's cool. Yeah. You have to love boating. You have to you have to absolutely adore boating and be able to uh, uh, really overcome just about any odds like no water. <laughs> That's right. Well, to be, able, uh, to be a boat owner, a boat owner in New Mexico, and I, I, I think it's uh, a, a great show of resilience and tenacity. So that we wake up in Albuquerque with those beautiful sunrises, and you say, "Uh oh, red sky in morning, sailor take warning." Wait a minute. <laughs> Sailor take warning every single morning in Albuquerque. <laughs> well, that's the, uh, one of the old cliches about the uh, Rio Grande is uh, uh, too thin to plow, too thick to drink. <laughs> oh, my. That's a good one. I like that. Oh, well, I'm, you know what, Merritt? I'm actually kind of glad we kind of, you know, ended on a, uh, a completely superfluous, meaningless note because it was a pretty, it was a pretty downer at the beginning of the show. But, it, it, you know, we had some serious stuff to talk yes. about. But I'm glad we were able to kind of bring it around to nonsense. Well, Gary, I know that no matter what happens, we'll always have each other and uh, nonsense. There. In a world where nothing makes <laughs> sense anymore, you and I will continue to not make sense. Yeah, there we go. Okay, we'll talk next week. Well, you and I will talk more than that. But anyway, we'll talk on the radio next week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll, uh, it'll be a, a good show. Uh, we've got a couple guests uh, we're talking to to finish up our scheduling. But uh, thank you for joining us uh, today. It's been a, it's been a tough week uh, for, uh, for media, for uh, some brands. Uh, appreciate you uh, uh, listening, and hopefully we'll be a little more upbeat next week. You've been listening to the Brand Ambassadors. For Gary Potterfield, I'm Merritt Hamilton-Allen. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Brand Ambassadors. Please join Merritt Hamilton-Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.